Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where I was lucky enough to interview Mr. Alan Lazarus. Today, we are going to sit down and do a small talks episode on the word success. Thank you, Allie Bradian, for the suggestion. Yes, thank you again, Allie. Real quick, as always, friendly reminder to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on the tab that says join our mailing list, and you are going to get three Hyperconscious Morning Minutes to kickstart your days off right. As you all know, if you listen to this podcast, the only way your life improves is if you improve. Let us help you do that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Not one, but three. Three. That's great. Right. Good. Good. <laughs> all right. What is the definition of success? So one of the things we want to touch on in this episode is what does success actually mean to you? Exactly. We can define it from the dictionary, but we, our goal, my goal of this is to, if you're listening... Yeah. I want you to figure out what a successful life looks like for you. Exactly, in advance. So first and foremost here, I've got dictionary.com up. There's four different definitions that I read through already, and all three, I mean, all, well, all yeah. four. Cool. Yeah, the number three got stuck in my head from number earlier. Three. All four are uh, relevant in their own way. So number one is the favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors, the accomplishment of one's goals. Number two is the attainment of wealth, position, honors, or the like. Number three is a performance or achievement that is marked by success as by the attainment of honors. And then I think that third one is basically like a noun, so it's referring to an actual person um, or an actual event. And then number four is a person or thing that has had success as measured by attainment of goals, wealth, etc. Um, so I also had another definition of success that I heard one time. i got to pull up the timer here real pull quick. Pull up the timer here real quick. Make sure we don't go over by too much. There we go. Can you see that, Kevin? I can see that. Okay, perfect. Um, and I wrote it down on a flashcard, and it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this is the definition of success that has always kind of stuck with me ever since I heard it. I thought we'd kickstart it with that. Hammer it! If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life that he himself has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Ah, I've heard you say that many times. Mm. So... If you're listening, what 
what do you want out of your life? If, if again, we always go back to being on your deathbed, and that's a morbid thing to do, but <laughs> it's it's good for perspective. Yeah. If you were on your deathbed and you look back and said, I lived a successful life. I had successful relationships. I made a big impact. I was successful at spreading my message to people. What would that mean? Right. I think... I did a little video on the gram on my story before I came down here and not everybody wants to have a white picket fence and be married with kids and have a dog and have a big backyard that they mow every Saturday and that's just not what everybody wants. Right. For some people that a 9 to 5 with good benefits, uh, a good retirement package, something stable, something certain where you know you're going to be home with your family every night to eat dinner with your wife and your kids and yep. take the dog for a walk on Sunday morning. For some people that is the end-all, be-all. That is success. Yep. That is what exactly what they wanted. If you're listening and that's not it, you have to determine what that is for you because in order to reverse engineer something, you have to know what the final product is. You have to know what the, the actual dish looks like in order to formulate the recipe. Exactly. So to define reverse engineer, because we talk about that a lot on this podcast, but I realized the other day when I was reviewing the episodes that we never really defined that fully. So if you took, you know, your iPhone or, what, yeah, we'll just use an iPhone, and you broke it apart into all of its components, all of its different pieces, you'd have the processor, you'd have the memory, that's kind of what we're doing. It's like, what you want to do is f- define success for yourself, and then reverse engineer the pieces that will make that final product possible, because when you get to the end of your life, you want to be proud of the life you lived. And like we always say, it's, it's more about the journey than it is the destination, but we can't forget that it's the destination that that determines what the journey will be. Yeah. So um, one thing I wanted to ask you is oh what, what success means ha! to you. So uh, Alan has heard me say this many times. I don't know if I've ever said this fully on air, but Alan and I will have the most successful of all time, oh, uh, yeah. the most successful podcast <laughs> of all time, not just for a life of freedom for ourselves, but to prove to every single one of you listening and everybody that we can impact that you guys can have whatever life that you're willing to work for. Mm-hmm. The key word there is work for. Yep. I, I don't I don't want you to think that you're gonna get something for nothing because everything comes with effort. Yeah. And that's that's what hyperconsciousness is. You have to ha- ask yourself the hard questions, which means you have to answer the hard questions. Yeah, and there's pros and cons to everything. There's always we did the episode on the darker side of achievement. Oh, yeah. So Remember this too, um, when you're looking at quote unquote success from society, remember that as we always say, you're looking at the final product, you're looking at the polished product, you're not looking at the other things that it took to go into that. And therefore, I often say this, pick a destination that is going to force you to embark on an epic journey that surrounds you personally with the persons, places and things that you love most. So what's a good example of that? If you want to do a fitness show and win a fitness competition, you're going to inevitably have to be around more fitness people. You're going to have to work out more. You're going to have to surround yourself with other people who care about eating right. So if you, if that is what success means to you, it's still about the journey. So it's like you almost want to choose destinations based on what the journey will have to become because if you think about it, like what skills you'll need to obtain and what fears you'll need to overcome and what people you'll need to meet along the way will be completely predicated on the actual destination that you choose in advance. So I heard this speech by Matthew McConaughey once. He did a commencement speech at University of Houston. And I think I did a dramatic reading on this you on did. one of the other episodes. And one thing really stuck 
out to me. A lot of things did in that speech. One thing in particular, though, was this quote that I have written on... on I did some prep work for this um, podcast here, this episode. Have courage and take the hill, but first decide what's my hill. What he says is define success for yourself. Like Kevin said, like you personally, like what do you, what are the outcomes in your life that you want to produce? And more importantly, what daily actions and daily, what, what kind of a daily journey, what kind of daily lifestyle will actually create those outcomes? Because that's what your life is going to end up being. I've had this so between listeners and clients, and I know you'll understand this, you start to see certain patterns. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, the pattern that I'm seeing quite often now is people living lives that they didn't necessarily choose. It wasn't their first choice to be, um, you know, in the industry right. that they're in or, or working the job that they're working. They felt pressured to do that. Now, right. you have to make sure that the success you're shooting for is your idea of success, not somebody else's. I know. That's one of the hardest things for people, I think. You know, if you grow up in a, fa- a family of doctors and you're expected to be a doctor, yep. by all outside views, by all outside pressures, you becoming anything less than a doctor might not seem successful. But when I say success, I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about material possessions. I'm talking about that shit inside. Like, what makes you happy? Right. I am far more successful yeah. right now with this podcast than I ever was before. Even though you made more money before, Even, for now. For, yeah, for, for now. now. Yep. But, but <laughs> at the point, like, at that point, everybody would have said, I had it all. And we've talked about this before. Right. You know, we've talked about having the, the girlfriend, the house, the car, the money, yep. being able to do whatever you wanted. Like, yeah, of course. But... So that's a perfect example, though. So you had all the results, but th- what those results forced you to be and do yeah. wasn't success. No, and it wasn't who I wanted to be. It Can wasn't we... somebody who was congruent with me. Right. Can we I... go there? Yeah, because I think you and I made that mistake. Yeah. We didn't define success for ourselves. Right. What we wanted was money success, and therefore we were willing to trade in our own well-being to yeah. get that. I traded in a lot to be on the road all the time. Now, right. the problem for me was... I think I equated everybody everybody else's vision of success. I figured that would be okay with me. Right. And I think a lot of what I did was, I mean, I wanted to look successful to other people. Mm. That's why I have, one of the reasons I have a nice car. So powerful. You know, I, I always wanted to, yeah. I think it's because I never felt competent in certain aspects of life. Right. That if I, I knew if I showed up and I looked successful, I would gain more respect that way. Now... I gain respect by by helping people. I gain respect by by adding value, by you know? staying in intre- integrity with yourself. Yeah, isn't it so weird? It's crazy. You used to be externally motivated more than intrinsically. Yeah, and now we're both like doing what we believe in. When I have a bad day, I literally think to myself, "Okay, a lot has changed over the past year and a half. The thing that has changed the most is the person you have become. Is somebody who." I am unbelievably proud to be. Uh, and that's success. It's that's success. That's success. That's success. We just hit the note. But so uh. many people <laughs> I know if you're listening and you've reached out to me and you say like thank you so much for what you do, I know you get those messages as well. Oh yeah. I know that not everybody sees that. Like mm. my relatives probably don't understand what I'm doing. They're not on social media. They don't see the messages. Right. They don't they don't get it. And that's fine. How could they? Right. You know, you don't have the same goals I have. You don't you're not doing it for the same why that I am. So I think that Making sure that you feel successful is far more important than anybody else. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Here's the truth. Kevin and I, at one point, had quite literally all of what society 
says, quote unquote, is successful. Yeah. But I personally, and I can only speak for me, but I'm, I, Kevin has said this as well, I didn't feel successful as a human being. When I got jumped and got in that car accident within that you know six-month time frame where I basically had two life-or-death situations, I had to look at my life and ask myself, like, did I live a successful life? Did I become a successful human being? Do I feel like... Like, I'm proud of myself. The answer was no. Right. And, and I had all the results, quote-unquote, of the money, the beautiful girlfriend, you know, the car, the, the friends, and, the, and the, the, again, degrees. I had a bunch of degrees. I had a, a bunch of corporate jobs. There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not trying to make it sound like getting a degree is a bad thing. That's a great thing. That changed my life. What I am saying is that what is most important is that you feel... Like, you are a success. I will tell you wholeheartedly right now that I feel like I I am genuinely proud of the man that I have become. That doesn't mean I don't make mistakes. That doesn't mean that I'm not failing forward. That doesn't mean that I'm perfect, because I'm not. But I can tell you wholeheartedly, and there's the timer. See how I knew that was going to happen? Yeah, you did. You must be psychic. You can tell us wholeheartedly (laughs) what? (laughs) That I am proud of the man I've become. Turn that off there. Yeah, right. And at one point, I did not feel that way, even though I had all of the quote-unquote results. Well, now, I think for a lot of people, it comes down to what your core values are. Yep. It, that's the thing, man. I didn't know what my core values were. I thought I had to have nice things to be valuable. I thought I had to have money and, and shower people with money in order to add value. And I've learned through mm-hmm. this that I get, I get those feelings. I still like to do that. I, I love to take care of people. That's very important to me. Right. But I've also learned that I can add a massive amount of value by just listening to somebody, by just saying, mm. have you ever thought about it this way? By right. just giving somebody five minutes worth of advice, by just reading somebody's message and, and caring. Yeah. Like That's how I now get all those good... <coughs> I just, just choked on coffee. <coughs> all those good feelings that I used to get. So if By making people laugh. Yeah, by making people laugh by choking on coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I also have been dealing with a nasty eyelash in my left eye for most of this podcast, so, <laughs> so I'm knows. working through it. <laughs> so for you, if you're listening, what are your core values? Because your core values are going to help define your success. If you don't care about money, being a billionaire probably doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Unless you're, one of your core values is charity, and you being a billionaire means you can help a billion people. If you want to define success, you have to figure out the most important things to you first. Yeah, you do. That is so... The essentials. Yeah. I read a book called Essentialism by Gregory McKeon, and I've mentioned it on this podcast before, not to be redundant, but do you want to look back on your life and say that I did a whole bunch of things somewhat well, or do you want to look on a few things that you did with magnificence? And that's what Kevin's really saying. Defining success for yourself... And to really make this more practical, there's the health, wealth, and love thing. Health is mental, physical, and emotional health. Uh, wealth is your career. Not only how much money you make, but how you make that money. And then third is going to be your friends, your family, and then romance. So if you were to rate yourself on each of those three things, first and foremost, you can't rate yourself if you don't have a goal. right? And you don't have, you know those parameters sort of set. So I have on a flashcard here, I said, make the game winnable. And there's two things I want to say. Number one, making the game winnable, I have a little cycle here that Kevin can see. It says try, and then it says get a result, and then it says measure the result, and then it says learn from it, and then it says try again, and it's a cycle. 
and it's an upward cycle <laughs> of success. It's like a circle. It's like I'm trying to speak, and I can't, so that's the result. Now adjust accordingly. Right. So that's the spiral of success upward. That's what Kevin and I refer to when we say fail forward. Um, some people who are too afraid to lose, they won't even try, because if you don't try, you don't have to fail. But the other thing that I wrote on one of these flashcards here is very important, and that is this. Jim Rohn says, make losing painful. Now, this is the part that a lot of people don't talk about. If you set a goal and you chose, I want this thing, and this is what's in my heart, and this is my core value, and I'm going to do this damn thing, make losing painful. What I mean by that is if you messed around, got distracted, didn't care about it, didn't prioritize, didn't leverage your time, didn't listen to this podcast, didn't do personal development, didn't go to the gym, then you have to make losing painful. Most people excuse away losing. Remember, this is your game. You're, you're playing this game of life, and it's unique to you. Once you define it, that's the first step, define it, because otherwise you'll always feel lost and drifting around with whatever your influences are. But if once you define it, measure it, and actually find a way to measure it. And, and, and when you're losing, make it painful so that you can adjust. And, and Like, for example... If Kevin and I are not adding massive value on this episode, the very first thing we're going to do after this episode is talk about it so that we can make it better. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievably true. I'm hoping we're adding a massive amount of value. I can't take any more <laughs> feedback today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is a great point. Imagine this. Imagine, picture yourself one year from today, and if you're looking back and you're saying, I had the most successful year of my life, what would that look like? Would you be more healthy? Would you make more money? Would you help more people? Would you be more charitable? What would it be that you... You did, because you can do that now. That's reverse engineering. You're looking a year ahead and saying, how can I get to that goal? So I think, um, I'm glad you explained reverse engineering, because we do say it every episode. Yeah, basically, that and sliding scale. Because <laughs> a sliding scale. You got anything else? I do have one more well, thing I want to say. Of Su- Super quick. When you set a goal, I think it really comes down to whether or not you're proud of yourself. I really think that that is where the real barometer is of success. There are times in my life where I made mistakes and I really wasn't proud of it. I really wasn't proud of myself. And that's the making losing painful thing. Like, if you, if you have a core value of honesty, okay, and then you lie to your best friend, you better make that hurt. Because that's the, that hurt will make you not do it again. And, and that's the thing. Make the game winnable for yourself. Make losing painful. And, and then this is sort of going to... Ultimately, what's going to matter is who you become. Who you become is going to either make you really sad or really, really happy. And I think that choosing goals that will make a lot of you is where success really lives. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we are doing a Scratching the Surface episode on dealing with haters. Thank you, Ryan, to that. And we are also going to be recording a hyperconscious course today on the five love languages. That's something that we've talked about before. If you want to go deeper into the five love languages, how you express them and how you receive them, head over to the VIP section of the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, and it will be there. And thank you so much. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.